Tonight, we review Headcount, where a misunderstood monster just wants to be part of the game. Join us on Scarcely Scary. everybody and welcome back to scarcely scary i'm emily and i'm joshua thank you guys so much for coming back again yeah thanks a lot for <laughs> clicking on the link and listening to us yeah if this is your first time listening to us we are a podcast as you know where <laughs> <laughs> we search through modern day horror films to try to find one that's actually scary yeah our pursuit has failed us so far yeah, none of these movies are scary, and tonight is no exception. Nope, tonight's not scary at all. Great news, everybody. So. First things first, we are not horror buffs. No, we are not. We know nothing about horror or what it's supposed to be. All we know is that we miss the old scary movies like, like what, Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. What else? <laughs> Hellraiser's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We miss all that stuff, and we don't really get it anymore. No, things just aren't scary. They're pumping them out too fast, trying to just get a buck, I feel. Yeah, probably. There's um, no like, artistic originality anymore with the scary no, movie. No, there's not. And we're mm-hmm. going to talk a little bit more about that tonight, because we got some unoriginal topics to go over. Yes, we do. Uh, so yeah, we, have no, we don't know anything, so don't come at us. Uh, another thing is that there are spoilers. We are going to break down every single little bit of this film. Yep, so be warned if you would like to not be spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like for us to not spoil this film for you, you can stop this podcast right now and go watch the movie. But don't do that because it's not worth your time. It's not worth your time, so you might as well let it spoil. Yeah, and if you do want to follow along with us, at the end of this episode, we're going to announce what we're going to be watching next week. Yeah. So you can watch so, that if you want to. All the movies we watch are on Netflix. So there you go. And if you don't have Netflix. They're on Netflix at the time of this recording, knowing that true. Yeah. Netflix does cycle through Good their point. stuff. Good point. Something else. Um, if you do want to watch this movie, it has a lot of swearing and vulgarity. That's all. Nothing crazy if you're sensitive to swearing for any reason yeah there's a lot of swearing if you're sensitive to swearing turn this podcast off right now because we do not hold back yeah i'm not gonna fucking have patience for you (laughs) so we just lost (laughs) no listeners okay yep okay uh so yeah another quick intro i love that so let's get into the movie um joshua what what did we watch this week this week we watched head count it was a film in 2018. Mm-hmm. And. Wait, why is it even called Head Count? I like to think it's called Head Count, like you're on a field trip and the teacher's like, oh, I need to take a head count. Okay, there's Johnny, Elizabeth, da, 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 da. Okay, okay. all yeah. 15 are here. Good. I see that. I because can see that. When you first go to watch this movie, you expect it to be like a kill count, like. Yeah, that's what of, I thought. You're, there's going to be a lot of death. But the monster in this film is a mimic. So there's well, always... But, 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 don't, you're doing too much. We're spoiling the movie anyway. No, we're going to talk about all that. <laughs> all right. I initially thought it was called Headcount because, like, 
you know, it's about a bunch of college kids and like, I don't know, things the kids say these days are like, what's your head count? And it means like, how many people have you slept with? You're really hip, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Emily has the mental similarity to like a 70 year old. She thinks she's pretty cool. But she is not with it anymore, guys. I will say, you couldn't, obviously you couldn't see it, but while I was talking about that, I was pointing finger guns at Josh. <laughs> She's doing finger guns over here, <laughs> being real cool. Yeah, um, I don't know things. All right, so let's go Let's go ahead and start with the cast. Um, well, actually, this movie was directed um, by Ellie Callahan, who apparently has had some, she did some work with Avengers, Age of Ultron. Okay. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, the cast includes Isaac J. and Ashley Morgan. Again, this week, no cool people. No, no oldie, no oldie people. No people from the older films. It was released September of 2018. And interestingly enough, this movie didn't come out in theaters. It wasn't like a straight-to-DVD. It wasn't a TV movie. It was a film festival movie. Oh, okay. So it was first shown at the Saskatoon Fantastic Film Festival. So it's a Canadian-made film? Isn't Saskatoon in Canada? I, maybe. I actually didn't look up where Saskatoon was. Because, How dare you? Yeah, I didn't even I didn't do that. either, so that's fair. All I thought was, say Saskatoon correctly. Yes. I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. I think, um, I think they make fun of Saskatoon in that Adam Sandler movie, Grown Ups. Uh, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, okay. So its runtime is 90 minutes, and I couldn't find a budget for this movie, but let's just say it was on the lower side. Yeah, it's kind of low budget. But for what it is, it's not bad. No, yeah, they actually did pretty well for what they had. Yes, they did. So, Joshua, you have some Rotten Tomato reviews for us? The critic rating was actually a 65%. Whoa. So the critics Hmm. liked this one. Audience rating. Well, they thought it was okay. Audience rating was 45%, which makes sense because this film was a little boring. Yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. I have three ratings here. This first one is from Thrash. Nice name, Thrash. Yes. Uh, He gave it... Half of a star. Mm -hmm. He says, I can't do it. I read reviews for this movie that hyped it up. I put it on. It was good for the first 45 minutes or so. Oh my god. And then it went so far off the rails, I couldn't believe it. It was pretty boring. Not scary. Had a terrible ending. Overall, it made absolutely no sense. And I am dumber for having watched it. Dumber? Well, dumber. Oh. <laughs> I am dumber um, for first having of watched all, it. First of all, Thrasher, you made it halfway through the movie. That first half is boring already. Wait, 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 wait. He said he made it halfway through and had to turn it off, but that the ending sucked? No, he said it went off the rails after 45 minutes. I mean, okay, Thrasher, I don't know how much I agree with you there, but... Yeah, I don't quite agree with you, Thrash. Sorry, man. Review number two. This one is from Hank. That looks long. It is a little long. (laughs) Okay. And he says, Please let me save an hour and a half of your life. Do not watch this film. 
The writing is terrible. The acting is wooden and repetitive. What's with Evan? <laughs> Rubbing his hands together awkwardly all the time. <laughs> to be fair, the actors' bodies are probably rejecting the words that the script is trying to shove in their mouths. What? All the discussions about drugs and psychedelics make zero sense. I don't think the writer and or director even researched them. The kids' stories make zero sense. Oh, and it's not even scary. The directing no. and editing are sloppy. Please, please, please. Life is precious. Don't waste your time with this piece of shit. <laughs> Wait, what was this guy's name? Hank. Hank. Telling Hank, it like Hank, it is. Hank is telling it like it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good film. This next review is from Eric, and he gave it a star and a half. This movie sucks. Bevan Brew really shines, though, as Zoe. But everything else is kind of weird. It kind of takes forever for the scares to come, and tension-building moments are cute at best. It could have been better, but I don't know. Meh concept, meh execution. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know what to say about that one. That's fair. Um, that's cool, though. Uh, thank you very much, Eric, for your input. I will say, Eric, you got it wrong, though. Bevan Brew is not Zoe. Oh, shit. She's Camille. Damn, dude, you gotta get your actors straight if you're yeah. gonna say that stuff. IMDB. Look it up, it's not hard. Ashley Morgan is Zoe, and she is gorgeous. Okay, now let's talk about some statistics. So, we go over the deaths in the film, and we count deaths as, like, when we see somebody physically die Yeah. on camera, we count that as a death. Yeah, if it's inferred that they died, we don't count it. We don't count it. We count the deaths only for the sake of the gore rating. So Joshua and I have different different death counts this this time again. Um, I counted zero deaths. I believe one person died. Yeah, and we'll talk about that a little later. But It, it was inferred that pretty much everyone kind of died. Mm-hmm. But they only showed one, to my belief. Emily disagrees, but that's okay. We'll get into it. Yeah, I don't think that that counts. I think that that is another inference. But yeah, we'll, we're, we're going to talk about that. Um, so then next we have jump scares. I definitely haphazardly wrote jump scares because in this movie, the jump scares are very... They're not obvious. They're just like, oh, it's quiet. And then here's a loud bit of music. Or like, oh, it's like just a guy and then, oh, there's someone behind him. But like, that's not, I mean, I I just kind of threw some out. So I counted eight. Yeah. IDK. I, I counted 10. Okay. I believe you. And I marked down where each one happened. So I will talk about them when they come up. Yeah. Take that take that into your own hands. Damn straight. Uh, next, we're going to go to the Gorometer. I officially remember the name of it. We have a 10-category comprehensive scale, with each category being worth 10 points. So this scale is on a 1 to 100 basis percentage, whatever you want to call it. So Joshua and I, together, on average, scored this movie at a 12. Yeah. Which I think is pretty on the nose. Yeah, it's not very gory at all. No. Besides some fake blood strewn about, mm -hmm. there's really not much going on. No, they really do their best to, like, hide the actual 
scare like the gross part of it. They're they they hide a lot of that gunk. I think they hid it due to budgeting reasons, but mm, nah, that's probably what it is. It might be because it kind of gets expensive when you have to do all that movie makeup. Well, and they spent so much money on CGI. Yeah, you can tell. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, so that that's it for that. So before we get into the breakdown, I just want to talk about um, this movie's genre for a second. Uh, Netflix puts this under horror movies and creature feature. Yeah, creature feature. Now, uh, it, my personal opinion is that it is super hard to pull off a good creature feature these days. Yeah, monster films just aren't very scary. No, and I think that... The thing about a creature feature today is that you have to convince the audience that they should be scared. And that can be hard to do because you need to have a lot of good effects. Yeah. You need to make it look actually, like, scary. You need to do a, like, knock-it-out-of-the-park job. There's no in-between. Yeah, it has to it has to make sense for it to exist. Yeah, that too. Um, so, like, with... Older movies like uh, Mothra or, you know, Nosferatu or The Blob, you know, those movies are scary because that was a time, those movies came out during a time that we as a society didn't know a lot about our world and it wasn't at the forefront of our heads. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And so today we have a lot of, we know a lot of things. We've got a lot of scientific research. The internet kind of ruins surprise. There's that too. So creature features are really, really hard to do. I don't think this one is very good. However, with that being said, I'm going to keep that in mind while criticizing this film. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to make fun of the damn thing. Yeah. Okay, so before we do the plot, let's talk about the names of all the characters. Yeah. There are a lot of them this time. Yes, there are, let's see. Eleven? Twelve characters. Twelve. There are twelve characters, and they don't really do enough to teach you who they all are. No character development whatsoever. No. So, first off, we have... But that's okay. Yeah. So, first off, we have... Evan, he is our star here. He's protagonist boy. Protagonist boy. His older brother, Peyton. Zoe is Evan's love interest. Mm-hmm. And then besides them, it's all a bunch of random ass kids. The rest of them are just a group of college kids that they hang out with. So you have Max, Tori, Camille, Sam, Vanessa, Brian, Nico, and Haley. And by the way, they're all dating each other. And then you have the monster, and his name is Hisji. Yep, H-I-S-J-I, Hisji. Yeah. So, there's that. So, before the movie starts, there is a cryptic little poem. It says, Hisji is a vengeful thing. Five times its name you never sing. With skin pale white and eyes of green, it's something you've already seen. Hmm. Try to figure that one out. Oh, yes. Okay. Please do. So, um, getting right into the plot, Joshua? Okay, so here we have Evan, our main boy. 
He is dropping off a group of friends at a harbor. It looks like they're all going to be going on a cruise. Mm -hmm. Apparently it is a week off. It's probably like spring break for this college. The dorms are closed. His friends are going on a cruise. Evan is not going on this cruise. Yeah, he's just dropping them off. Yeah, he's dropping them off. He's going to go spend time with his brother. Yeah. So He he, seems a little forlorn about it, though. Yeah, it seems like he doesn't want to go. So then he's driving in his car. He's going down the road. He calls his brother on the phone. His brother doesn't answer. So we get like an over-voice voicemail where Evan says, The dorms are closed. Uh, so I'm on my way, maybe, haha, see you soon, maybe, love you, I guess. Yeah. It's like a really (laughs) awkward, uh, voicemail that he leaves. Yeah. Um, and he's out in the middle of nowhere. They don't tell you where this is taking place. I assume it's the Mojave. Yeah, it probably is. Because it seemed like the docks he dropped him off was like the L.A. docks. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he's driving out into the desert. And it's not like a lot of people think. It's not a stereotypical sand everywhere desert. It's just like hard-packed dirt. Yeah. That's what the Mojave is, is hard-packed dirt. And then um, Joshua trees. And Joshua trees. And those big, beautiful, super like smooth rocks. Yeah, like river rocks almost. Like how yeah, the hell... but they're huge yeah. boulders. Boulders. Uh, so yeah, I assume it's the Mojave. We also live out here in the middle of the Mojave. <laughs> we don't actually. <laughs> no, but we don't. We've been there. Yeah, we have. Um, so I think we should know what it looks like. So anyway, Evan arrives at his brother's trailer. It's a trailer, and he opens it up, and he's like, "Peyton, Peyton, hello." Uh, he can't be found. So, yeah, so then Evan's like, if you're watching porn again, I swear I'm just gonna leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Like, okay. why are you gonna just leave? Well, and then, can you imagine, like, living in a trailer, and you're, like, watching porn, uh, jacking off, and, like, your brother walks in and you hear him, you're just gonna keep watching porn and keep going? You're yeah, not gonna, right. like, stop and be like, oh! Oh, my brother's here. I better just turn the computer, get up and go into like uh, go greet him. No, no, no. You're just gonna keep jacking it. So yeah, that whole sentence didn't even make sense. No, it's just supposed to be funny, and it's not. So then Evan rips open the bedroom curtains, and his brother Peyton is just sitting there like meditating, listening to some music or something. Yeah, with his eyes closed, and yeah. Evan walks up to him and scares Peyton, and Peyton says. Oh my god, you scared the sh- shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, elongated shit. I was like, what? <laughs> Which, also, he's in a dinky little trailer. You'd think a person getting in your trailer would shake the whole damn True thing. True that. I didn't even think about like, that. Like, how are you not going to feel the dude just get into your trailer? Yeah. So then they're talking, and Peyton's like, what are we going to do? We can go do this, or we can do that. How about we go hiking? Yeah. And Evan says, okay, let's go on a hike. So they get on their gear and they start going out and hiking out into the Mojave. Yeah. Is that a thing? Hiking in the desert like that? I guess it is for all those weird desert kids. But it wasn't even like they were following a trail. They're literally just walking out into the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. And then on top of it, they're wearing like 
jeans and long sleeves, which I know that's a thing for like heat protection. Mm-hmm. But it's the fucking Mojave. Wear some sunscreen. Yeah, wear some sunscreen. But you need those long sleeves. They're good for that heat. Okay. So they get to a grouping of rocks. <laughs> I worked outside. I know how it is. You want the sleeves. Believe me. Mm, I do my best to stay inside. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so then uh, it seems as though Peyton's kind of like the black sheep of the family. He's Yeah. Out. He's like the hippie living out in the wild in the middle of the desert in his mm-hmm. trailer. He doesn't do drugs, though. He's anti-drug. This kid is straight edge. He subscribes yep. to a life of sobriety. Yes, he does. So they get to a grouping of rocks, and there's like a group of other hikers up kind of higher into the rocks. Yeah. And Evan spots a beautiful young girl. Yes. And she spots him, and they're kind of eyeing each other. But um, before they actually are introduced, Peyton is kind of just, like, messing around, taking selfies with Evan, being like, all right, let's go over here. Like, just having fun. Brother brother time. Yeah, and after we go on this hike, we're going to go hang out with my friends. They're awesome. They do this crazy stuff. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But Evan's entranced by this girl chilling up on the rock. Yeah, and so then we kind of shoot up the rock, and um, the girl is hanging out with Camille. This is the first time we meet Camille, and she's like, Oh, you're eyeing him. Let me get his attention. Maybe he'll come hang out with us. Yeah, and Zoe's like, no, stop it. Stop it. It's so embarrassing. I'm like, oh. Yeah, and then Camille stands up and she's like, Hey, you boys. Want to come up and join us for a smoke? Yeah, Peyton then goes like, nope, sorry, I don't smoke. And Evan's like, hell yeah, I want to go smoke. I want to smoke shit. So then he goes (laughs) up. Yeah, they decide to go up, and Peyton's kind of just, like, hanging out on the sidelines, like, not really paying attention to any of them. Peyton's pretty much, like, the coolest person. Yeah, well, he's kind of more our speed, I think. Yeah, he's just like, you guys want to smoke? Okay, cool, I'll just chill over here, you guys smoke. Yeah. And then they're smoking and talking. No judgment. No judgment, he's not doing or saying anything. Evan sits right down next to Zoe. Token it up, there's sexual tension in the air they're flirting everything's all cute Mm -hmm. the entire group introduces himself by the way yeah zoe makes fun of evan for he like pulls out a a lighter with a race car on it and she starts making fun of him for having a race car lighter yeah and he's like well it's not mine i don't actually like race cars Um, i'm not a redneck it's my brother's yeah he's like i stole this from my brother when i was 11 uh-huh. Because it's the only thing I could get in the divorce, <laughs> or something like that. Something weird, yeah. So it's starting to get dark. Yeah, they're up there for like hours, mm-hmm. and straight up. Peyton's. This is what I'm saying. Peyton's like the coolest brother because he's just up there for hours, not giving Evan shit. Mm-hmm. He's not saying, "Come on, dude, let's go. I have plans for us." He's just like being super supportive. Yeah, very chill. Letting his brother hang out with this girl. Yeah. So then, Camille says, "All right, guys, it's getting dark." How about we all head back to our rental spot? We're renting a house over there, kind of like an Airbnb deal, mm-hmm. for this weekend. So how about you guys come over? We can play some drinking games and get to know each other. Yeah, and they kind of just, uh, Evan and Peyton kind of just shrug it off. And they're like, no, that's okay. I'm spending this time with my brother. 
So thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. And they're walking away, and Peyton turns to Evan and says, just go. Just go with them. Yeah, just go have fun, man. I'm not going to stand between you and this girl you like. Yeah, and besides, we have all weekend. Yeah, you're good. So then, Evan's all stoked. Mm-hmm. He runs back, and he's like, guys, wait up. He's like a little kid again or something. Yeah, and there's a man. Uh, he's not a man. He's a boy. <laughs> there's a boy within the group, like an 18-year-old boy, whatever. He's like, oh, why are you just going to invite some randos to come hang out with us? You need to ask me first. But it's not even his rental. And it's not even like it's his anything. He's just like the leader of the pack or whatever. Yeah, he's like a dickhead kid. They even acknowledge it. They're like, Max is a dick. And he's like, no, I'm not, guys. But he totally is. Yeah, he is. And it's like, this dude's such an asshole. Why would he even be in this group of friends? He doesn't fit in. Yeah. He's a big, just douchebag throughout the film. Yeah, he is. So the group arrives at this little vacation home in the desert, and there's a character, Nico, who says, Yeah, this house is pretty interesting. It's kind of got a 60s vibe. First of all, it doesn't. No. It's very modern. (laughs) It's a pretty modern house. It's like mission style. Yeah. Kind of like Spanish-Mexican mission style. Yeah. But then with, like, that's the exterior, and then the interior is all updated and modern. Yeah, and I'm, I I mean, I don't know why they said it was, like, the, like a 60s style. I'm, I'm wondering if that's just because it's, like, we're going to go do a bunch of shrooms or whatever. He also is the stereotypical hippie kid of the group. He's mm-hmm. wearing tie-dye, like, the whole film. Yeah, and he's always got mushrooms. or. Yeah, he's like, come on, guys, you want to do some shrooms? People accuse him of... Like spiking their food or their drinks with hallucinogenics. Yeah, this whole movie, Nico's just going on about psychedelics. Yeah. Um. So they get in, and Camille's immediately like, "Let's get some tequila shots." Woo, buddy! They take some shots. They drink some beers, and it's and, now nighttime. <laughs> yep, and then it snaps. Pink. Now they're all at a campfire outside, chilling behind the house. Mm-hmm. They are telling these ghost stories to each other. Yeah, they're like looking up ghost stories on the internet and repeating them to each other. If you're doing tequila shots and you're getting smashed and you're in this college kid vibe, I don't know if anyone's going to have the patience or the alertness to sit outside and everybody share spooky ghost stories. Yeah. This is another one of those situations where... We're supposed to believe all these kids are smashed. Yeah, they're all drunk, but then they're out there telling these ghost stories, and they're, like, sober as hell. Yeah, nobody's drunk. Mm-hmm. Their buddy Alex is finishing up a ghost story, or is it um, Sam? Is there an Alex? There's no Alex. <laughs> okay, so then their buddy Sam is finishing up a ghost story. Or Max, or Brian, whoever the fuck it is. Whoever the F it is. There's so many kids, and they don't go into really a story for any of them all you know is max is the asshole nico's the druggie uh that's it that's pretty much it camille is you can't tell them apart either nope you can't tell like tori and vanessa look identical i can't tell the difference between them no and they have like two lines each throughout the whole film maybe Mm -hmm. Haley doesn't even talk once she talks, like, for a couple seconds. Yeah, and then 
she has a little thing at the end of the film, but that's it. Yeah, and then the guys, too, are all... Like, it took me a long time to figure out the difference between Max and Brian. I still don't know the difference between any of them. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't even matter. Moving on. So, um, anyway, they're all doing this ghost story thing. And then they're like, come on, Evan, newbie. Do you have a ghost story for us? And Evan's like, oh, I don't know any ghost stories. I'm sorry. And they're like, just look it up on campfires.com or something like that. Yeah. like this. <laughs> Random scary story generator yeah. website. So this kid busts out his phone. He picks up, or he sorry, he clicks on like the first link or something because he finds it super quick. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Okay, this one's called His G, His G, His G, His G, His G." Yeah, that's five. So the title <laughs> of it is His G five times. Yes. And then it just goes on to be the poem. Emily, can you repeat that poem again? Yeah. Let me turn the page. A vengeful thing, five times its name you never sing. With skin pale white and eyes of green, it's something you've already seen. So I already fucked up and said it five times. Yes. So then... Yeah, the poem is Don't Say His Name Five Times, but then the title of the poem is His Name Five Times. Which is really fucked up. Whoever Super wrote fucked that? up. Yeah, whoever put that History, online. History, did you write it? Right. <laughs> History wrote that his own that's baby messed up. It should be, it should not be that at all. Like, that's so messed up. That's just murder. Yeah. If they found your name, and they could link your name to the events that occur in this film, you should go to prison for murdering people. Well, it's also one of those cliches of, like, once you say it out loud, the spirit is summoned or the creature is summoned. Like, yeah. it's super cliche. Exactly. It's uh, Beetlejuice or uh-huh. Evil Jones. Dead. He reads the yeah. excerpt from the Book of the Dead. Yeah. Or Cabin in the Woods, Cabin even though that's woods. more of, like, a parody movie. Yeah, that's well, like a, really. it's kind of like a satire on the yeah. horror genre. Yeah. But then they do the movie. whole, yeah. It's a great one. But then they do the whole Evil Dead thing. They go in the basement and read the book. Right. Typical cliche. Seen it before. Over it. Yeah. So he says the poem. And there's more to the poem, too. And everyone is kind of like, was that supposed to be scary? Yeah. So then his poem flopped because it wasn't a campfire story. It was a poem about... Hisgy. Yeah. Which is a weird-ass word anyways. It's awkward. And I did look it up. It is awkward. I looked it up because I wanted to see if this was, like, kind of like in the ritual where, like, that monster is based off of real lore. Hisgy is totally made up for this movie. And it makes sense because it'd have to be made up. It wouldn't be true lore. This guy's not even spooky. So. No. (laughs) (laughs) So then, anyway, everyone's all like, Okay, well, that story sucked. He wants to take more shots. Yeah, yep. So then, uh, what's your name, Camille, and all the other people run inside to go take shots. Mm-hmm. And then Zoe pulls Evan to the side and is like, you want to go in the hot tub with me? So, ooh, getting some action here. So then Evan's like, yeah, let me just run in and grab a bottle of tequila for us really quick. Yeah. And then we can hang out in the pool, or the hot tub, sorry. We can hang out in the hot tub and have some drink. So then, so Zoe, she's wearing 
a bathing suit under her clothes all yeah. day, apparently. She just strips down, and it looks like she's getting into yeah. a bra and panty kind of deal, but no, she's She's like, in a bathing suit, a one-piece. She's in a one-piece bathing suit all day. She's just been in it, which is strange. But unless unless they got back to the house, and then she's like, I'm going to go into the hot tub later with Evan, and maybe I should just wear this out under my clothes so that I don't have to be the bathing yeah, and then Evan also, who went to his brother's house, or his brother's trailer, expecting to be in a trailer for a week, with Not no pools suit. around, nothing, has a swimsuit. He might have borrowed it. He might have. Okay, I'm investigating this too much. Let's just yeah, let it are. be shitty. It's okay. a shitty film, so whatever. Anyway, so then they get in the hot tub. They start just drinking this tequila straight. Oh my god, out of, out the, of bottle. the bottle. And they're kind of like, like, bleh. They're making the cringe, Bernie face. But if you ever had straight tequila, there's a reason when you do tequila shots, you you take some lime and you lick some salt because tequila is the most disgusting thing in the world. It is so hard to drink. So the fact that these kids are just slurping it down makes me cringe. Yeah, it's it's some rough stuff. So then. Evan asks, so who are all these people? I don't even know anyone's names yet. Mm-hmm. He's been there like all day mm-hmm. talking to all of them. How do you not know their names, really? Yeah. No. I don't know. Call me lame. But if I'm hanging out with people for about eight hours, I know their names. I probably wouldn't because I suck at remembering people's names. Sucks to suck. Anyway. It does. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so then... Zoe's like, okay, sure, I'll go over the names. You got. And then she says yeah, all of them. She again. says who they're dating. She's like, Tori's dating Sam, Haley's dating Nico, Max is dating Vanessa, Brandon's dating Camille. And yeah, she does it too... super quick. Yeah, I'd say you went a little too fast, though. No, I think I went the exact same speed that she did. So, anyway, to slow it down for everybody, Tori is dating Sam. Haley is <sighs> dating Nico. It doesn't matter, though. Max is dating Vanessa. And Brian is dating Camille. Literally none of it matters. Um, but also, during this time while, while she's saying the names, it, like, shoots. It, 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 like, does this thing where it, like, shows their faces in the daytime. Like, their faces are just square in the camera. Yeah. Um, and she's, like, saying all their names, and it's, like, showing us each and every person again because they know that there's hella kids in this party and that we can't remember all of them and i still don't remember all of them Mm-mm. um but that i actually thought that was a pretty cool scene i thought that yeah. was a nice little i feel like they stole that from clinton tarantino because he does that in some of his films when yeah. he's naming people it does a zoom in on their face mm-hmm. so anyway zoe's all like that makes me the ninth wheel <laughs> and then mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> evan says the ninth wheel is three times rougher than the third wheel <laughs> oh, and Zoe bad. like looks at him like ugh yeah, but then she like, goes <laughs> yeah she like chuckles out of kindness and then she kisses him yeah she sneaks a little smooch on him a little smooch and then I hear a rattle do you think I can do a rattling sound uh, that's not rattling do we have a maraca it doesn't it doesn't sound like that <laughs> <laughs> no, it's literally like a... It's like a rattlesnake Like rattle. a rattlesnake rattle. And then a... Like a hiss. Mm-hmm. 
his stands for his G. So, <laughs> so then they're like, who's there? And then nobody answers, of course. So then they're like, let's go inside. This is weird. Yeah. So they jump out. They get dressed. Uh, they run inside. And a couple of their friends are like, what were you guys doing out there? Yeah, Max is like, the fuck were you two doing out there? Yeah. Like, Dude. How do you give a fuck? Why do you give a fuck? They're two college kids sitting in a hot tub outside. Like, yeah, really? get over yourself. You're gonna be a dick. Of course he is. He's Max. So then Evan, kind of being quiet, and he's kind of acting weird. So he starts walking around, locking the doors, and he's watching out the window. Mm-hmm. And Max is like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why are you locking all the doors?" So then Zoe says. We thought we saw someone outside, but we weren't sure. Yeah, like, someone was watching us in the hot tub. We felt uncomfortable. Max goes, it was your weird-ass brother watching us, I bet. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just being a dick. Max is just the asshole that you want to have die. Oh. Yeah, he does suck. Um, so then, after some more arguing, so we get, like, a pan out of the house, and we can still hear what's going on inside, but it's, like, the camera's moving away. And it kind of goes back into, like, this area where there's, like, a shitty old shed thing. Yeah. And then it looks like there's somebody watching them from it. Yeah. And then it just goes really loud music out of nowhere and boom! Jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> jump scare number one. Woohoo! So, it wasn't even very scary. You didn't even see anything. It was just... Loud music. Loud music. And a dark desert. That's all it was. Yeah, so they take some more shots, and then um, we shoot to morning, and Zoe and Evan are in bed. Evan wakes up, and he goes out the door, and there's, a, there's like, one of the girls is sitting on the couch, kind of, like, frumping awake. He yeah. passes her, and he says, good morning. She doesn't say anything back. Um, he just passes, yeah. Uh, the door is open, so he just kind of goes outside, gets his shoes. So Evan is putting his shoes on, and this girl that was sitting on the couch is leaning over, kind of in the seat, staring mm-hmm. at Evan as he puts his shoes on. Yeah, just, like through the open door. Through the open door. You can't quite see her face. It's blurred out. He stares at the ground, and he notices footmarks and tracks leading to the shed. Mm-hmm. As if it came up to the hot tub and turned around and walked away. Yeah. So he's a little freaked out by this. And then here you have a second jump scare. But it's a quiet jump scare. It's more like a hiss jump scare. Yeah. So as he walks towards the shed. jump scare. That blonde girl that was on the couch is literally right behind him. Mm -hmm. Staring at him. Yeah. As he walks. So you didn't hear anything you just see it happen and it still doesn't show her face right no it's blurred out yeah because it's like um well and the only blonde person in their group is camille and she's not the same kind of blonde that this thing was no it's a she has camille has like a that bleach blonde hair like almost white it's platinum it's like a platinum blonde and she has her dark roots coming through Mm -hmm. this girl had like pure blonde hair yeah like yellow hair and thick too yeah so, it's a girl that we hadn't met yet. Yeah, but Evan, being an idiot, doesn't know that. Yeah, so he... And he doesn't see this person behind him either. No, no. 
So he walks to the shed. And he gets to the shed. And when he's at the shed, he walks into the shed. <laughs> good, good Lord. And then as he's walking through the shed, <laughs> he um, looks further into the shed and on the shed wall he sees on this wall of this shed mm-hmm. uh, burn markings in the shape of a satanic pentagram yeah it's like a five pointed star upside down and it has like more stars on the points yeah and then it's like encapsulated in a circle and on top is like kind of like a scratchy diamond shape figure yeah like something was literally burned into the wall mm-hmm. like a, what do you call those like a brand yeah it looks like a pretty good branding um so he's like touching it and kind this, of the scene goes on way too out. long he's just it like does. sitting oh there God. rubbing this pentagram staring at it wondering what the <laughs> fuck it is we should have ca- counted it remember guys we're in the shed yeah, we're still in the shed. Um, and he's rubbing the pentagram, kind of wondering what it is. And we get another jump scare. Boom. Jump scare. <laughs> Zoe pops out from behind the wall. Well, before that, it's well, the blonde girl again. No, no, no. This is what happens. Zoe pops out and goes, hey. And then he freaks out. And when he freaks out, it shows behind him and the blonde girl's behind him. But she can't see the blonde girl. But she's in the room. But he doesn't hear her say, hey. Yeah. Because he's looking at the pentagram and feeling it, and we get this shot of him like this, and we see the blonde right behind him. And then it goes, hey! Like that. Uh, I don't know. This seems... Anyway, so... We get another jump scare because Zoe walks in. Yeah, she jumps him. And well, she doesn't jump him. <laughs> no, she, she doesn't just, jump. Him. <laughs> she just makes him jump. She jumps into the room and makes him freak out. Yeah, and uh, she's like, "What are you doing? Go back to your house." Yes, give up the boom. So they, um, oh, there's also a storm brewing, but we never see that storm again. No, that storm is gone. Yeah, there's like thunder and lightning and rain in the background, and it's look looking pretty nasty. This movie has a lot of foreshadows that never occur. Yeah. They never come to fruition. You're right. Because as this movie progressed, I was like, oh, well, this is going to happen. This guy's yeah. going to die this way. Yeah. This guy's going to do this. Because there are foreshadows alluding to it. Right. But they just cut those out. There is one very good jump... Uh, not jump... There is one very good... Um, foreshadowing that does come to fruition, but it's like the only one. Yeah. And it comes up a little bit later, and I'll talk about it. You will probably know exactly what's going to happen. But, um, so Zoe talks about how, oh, we're all going to go, um, we're all going to go do something. We're all going to go on a hike today. So, Let's go get ready for that. Yeah, let's go eat breakfast and get ready for our big hike. Mm-hmm. So they go back inside. Kids are already rolling the joints. Nico's getting the shrooms ready. Uh, they're making breakfast. And Camille wakes up 
And Camille is like, she, I would say that she's also like a hippie kind of girl, like Nico, but she's more or less just like a free spirit. And she's very like open about her sexuality and very like, I love everybody kind of person. But she's also very pushy and demanding. Yeah. So she wakes up and she walks over to um, Zoe and Evan and like smacks Evan on the ass like as hard as she can and then leans in to Zoe and goes, I think somebody needs a quickie. Right. And Zoe's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You know, because she, she does that in front of everybody. It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, girl, you're here with your boyfriend. Yeah. What are you doing? Camille takes Zoe to the side and starts to press on her for, like, details of the sex night. Yeah, she's like, I need details. Tell me what happened. Yeah. Tell me what happened. And Zoe's pissed. She's like, shut the fuck up and get out of my face. But then Camille's like, no, come on. I need to know. Yeah. And she's just like, whatever, and walks away. Yeah. And then Camille looks over and her boyfriend is standing there, Brian, and he's like making a sandwich or something. And she goes, really? Five eggs and a pack of bacon wasn't enough for you? God. And then she like turns and walks away and he looks at her like, I'm about to kill this bitch. Yeah, he looks at her like, <laughs> who the fuck do you think you are? So then they're all outside. They're all getting in the car. And Evan and Camille walk out, and Evan's like, wait a minute, we're missing someone. And Camille says, oh, it's Brian. He's in there shoving his face. Mm-hmm. Or, that's all he's in there. He's in there shoveling more food into his face. Yeah. And Brian comes out from the car, the passenger side, and is like, what? No, I'm right here. Yeah, I wasn't inside. I've been out here for like 10 minutes waiting on you guys. Yeah, and Camille kind of like looks back into the house and was like, that's weird. I just saw you in there making a sandwich. Yeah. She didn't actually say that. It was just like the look on her face. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's strange, but yeah. whatever. And then Evan says, no, no, not Brian. I'm talking about the blonde girl I saw this morning on the couch. Yeah, Nico's like, well, Camille's the token blonde girl, so I don't know what you're talking about, man. Mm-hmm. And then he's <sighs> like... Now he's questioning himself, and he's like, wait, I could have swore I saw a blonde girl in there. Yeah. So they all are kind of like, whatever, and they jump into the car, and they all take off. They pass by what I assume is, like, some people, like, in front of, like, a shooting range. Yeah, it's like a shooting range. Kind of looked like a convenience store. Might have been a shooting range, but they're all chilling out there with like shotguns and stuff. Yeah. Like just these rednecks out in the desert. Yeah. Ready to shoot guns for fun. Right. So they reach their destination, and what they're going to do is climb this mountain. So it's not even a mountain, it's like a bushel of rocks. Wait, is that right? A bushel of rocks? <laughs> a pile of rocks? Pile of boulders. I don't know. It's a bunch of rocks all on top of each other. They're going to climb it so that they can go and look out onto the desert. Yeah. And then they split up, and Evan goes, Is it a good idea that we split up? This is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's Haley says, eh, It's fine. They'll figure it out. So we have two groups. This is important. The people who are climbing the mountain are Haley, Sam, Nico, Evan, and Zoe. And the people who are staying at the base of the mountain are Camille, Brian, Tori, Vanessa, and Max. While they're climbing the rocks, 
they're all talking and kind of joking around and it's just a shot of the bottom of the hill up and it's one continuous shot so they're walking up and they hear gunshots and they're all kind of like oh what was that oh just those rednecks uh shooting off shotguns meh 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 it's yeah. fine yeah and then um they start kind of talking about it and they're like oh rednecks with guns and then they hear another gunshot and then Haley goes America. so they're all joking about like who would die first in a situation where like there's a shooter and um they're like oh it would be max max would die first no it would totally be vanessa oh no it would actually be this and they're all just fucking around and then uh another gunshot goes off so there's three all together and they're still joking about it they get to the top of the mountain and they're all looking up over everything. They're all chit-chatting. Yeah. And then they're having a good time. And Nico's talking to... I always want to call him Steve. Nico's <laughs> talking to Evan. Yeah. And Evan says, I don't really like the desert much. It sucks out here. It's hot. It's hot. It's bland. It's boring. And Nico says, what? Your brother's out here. If my brother lived out here, I'd be in the desert all the time. I love it. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the desert, that just means you need to do more psychedelics. Yeah, and while they're talking about this, Tori walks up the hill. Yeah. And joins them up there. Mm-hmm. And while they're talking... Tori is just kind of like staring at Zoe. Mm-hmm. And Zoe's photographing the view. She's mm-hmm. taking all these nice pictures. And then while Tori's just staring at Zoe... Zoe just stops taking pictures and kind of puts her camera down a little bit mm-hmm. and then just walks right off the cliff. Yep. Like you just see it like suicide almost, like she tried to kill herself. She didn't yeah. slip, she just walks right off. And meanwhile, yeah, Nico and Evan are all talking about psychedelics. Everybody obviously sees this happen. Yep. They jump up. Everyone runs down to go help her. Mm-hmm. And Tori just stands there at the top. Doesn't yeah. move, doesn't react. And we get, like, a shot of Tori, like, looking out over the side of the cliff, just staring down at Zoe. Yeah. Super weird. Zoe's at the bottom, hurt, mm-hmm. laying there, kind of moving. She gets up, and she looks up the rock face and sees Tori staring down at her. And then Tori, like, walks away. Yeah. And then right when Zoe looks back up, Tori's in her face helping her get up. Yeah. So she's like, what the fuck? How did you get down here so fast? I just saw you up there. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? We're all here to help you up. Why'd you fall? Yeah. So. And they're saying, like, did you slip? And she says, no, I didn't slip. I was taking pictures. Well, did you jump? No, I didn't jump. I was taking pictures. And and she says, I don't remember. Last thing I know, I was in my camera. Next thing, I'm on the ground. Yeah. Uh, So they look at her foot, and it is Fuck up. Yeah, ankles effed up. Her camera's broken. Mm-hmm. And everyone's all like, we need to get you to the hospital. Yeah. And this is America. She says, I'm not going to a hospital. Hell no. What I want you to do is take me to a camera shop. Yeah. <laughs> because here in America, getting a brand new Nikon camera and brand new lens 
for like 3500 bucks is going to be way cheaper than your hospital stay. Yeah. So, Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, so, Camille says, let's just go back to this place. It's getting late anyway, and Zoe's hurt. We got to help her out. So, they all help Zoe get to the car, and Max closes the door, and, like, they all kind of start giving Evan, like, a cold shoulder. And they're like, there's not enough room for you here. And Max is just being a freaking dick to Evan. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, Max isn't up there and couldn't see what happened, but it's like they're treating it as if Evan, like, pushed her. I know. Evan was chilling talking to Miko. Yeah, like, way kind of further down. Yeah, so Miko's cool to him, though. So Nico says, come on, let's get to my car. I'll take you there. Yeah. So they get back to their place. Camille helps Zoe wrap up her wound. Uh, after they get Zoe kind of settled in on the couch, Camille goes into the kitchen to grab a beer. And in there, there's um, Brian and Nico. Nico's, like, rolling a joint or something. And when she comes out back to the living room, she sees Nico at the table getting a massage from his girlfriend, Haley. Yeah. So Camille's like, wait, what the fuck? You were just just in the kitchen. Yeah, you were just in there. What are you doing out here? She doesn't say it. She thinks it again. She thinks it again. Yeah, she's not calling people out on this stuff. Yeah. So they're all hanging out in the living room. Camille goes and talks to Zoe about what happened. And Zoe says, It's not that I don't remember. It was just hard to explain. It was like I was in my body as a passenger. And I was watching myself do this. I couldn't control myself. My body just walked off the edge. So then Camille's like, Don't worry, girl. Don't trip. Shots. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go take some shots. So <laughs> More shots. She, yeah. Grabs her, brings her out to the living room, and everyone's hanging out. So it goes to Evan and Max are hanging out in the living room, and they're talking about who was outside while Evan and Zoe were in the hot tub. And Max says, it's probably your pervert brother. He was watching us smoke all day. Yeah. Probably, it was probably him. And Evan gets pissed off and is like, it wasn't him, and don't call him a pervert, because that's my brother. Exactly. Max, you're just being an asshole for God knows what reason at this point. Mm-hmm. So then Max gets all defensive and pissy and is like, fine, to cut your bitching out, I'm just going to get up and lock everything then. Yeah. So he starts going around sarcastically, like locking the doors and the windows, and he's like, Look, I'm locking the deadbolt. It's all for you, Evan. Yeah, but he says it as if to be quoting the omen. Josh and I both wrote down that that sounds like it's all for you, Damien. Yeah, because he even even is like, it's all for you, Evan. I'm doing this all. I'm locking these doors, see? so He says it the same exact way. This is one of those foreshadows that I thought was, oh, so if he's saying it's all for you... It might be attributing to the omen mm-hmm. where the nurse or the nanny hung herself. Yeah. So is Max going to hang himself maybe at the end of the movie? Maybe. We'll find out. There's hints that might allude to it. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. The movie creates these foreshadows that go nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so he's about to go lock the front door and there's like a loud like on the door. Yeah. 
and Max gets freaked out and he's like, oh, oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, what, what, what do I do? And it, Camille's like, dude, just open the door. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like Max is freaking out. So they open it and it's Peyton. Yeah. And Peyton's like, Max, I've been looking for you. You were supposed to come home this morning. What the fuck? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Evan, I was looking for you. You were supposed to come home this morning. What the fuck? And Evan's like, I just decided to stay. What's the big problem? And Max is like, hey, Peyton, you didn't happen to be sneaking around here last night, did you? Uh, Of course, Peyton denies it because he wasn't. Yeah, of course, Peyton's not going to do that because he's not a fucking weirdo. Yeah. He's the best person in this movie. Right. And Max asks him if he didn't, if he wasn't creeping around the house, then how did he know where they were living? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Peyton pulls out his phone and he's like, I got the Teen Track app to follow my brother around wherever he's going. Yeah. Everybody laughs. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> right. Being like a cool kid and then your older brother comes in and is like i have an app to follow you around and make sure that you're not getting into trouble right but then he says i've had to be more than just a brother to him our parents died when we were young Mm -hmm. so i got this app so i could always know where he's at yeah but my question is if you have this app to always know where he is and you're worried that something happened to him couldn't you see that he was at the that mountain earlier and that he came back to the house like he's been moving around all day he hasn't just been stuck at the house yeah it'll show you traces of where you have been right so like i was afraid something happened to you why can't you just see that he went somewhere yeah and then came right back it's obviously he's still hanging out with these people so evan's embarrassed and he decides to stay and tells peyton that he has to leave so Peyton respects him and says, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I was just worried. Yeah. I'll leave. I hope you have a good time. I'll see you in a few days. Yeah. And it's all um, kind of awkward and quiet. And then one of the girls is like, hey, we're on vacation. We're supposed to be having fun. Let's take some shots. Shots, <laughs> shots, shots, shots. Yeah. <laughs> boom. Tequila. Boom. Beer. Everything. Boom. Just. Whiskeyla. Whiskeyla. Yeah, Vodkeyla. Mi- yep. They're miskin, mixing their mixkin. They're mixing their drinks. Having a dang good time. Yep. Smoking blunts. Getting hyphy. Oh, God. Whatever you kids want to say. You so, say that I'm a 70-year-old. You just said getting hyphy. I'm not the one who keeps hard candy in my purse. <laughs> you know what? It comes in handy. Uh-huh. For a lot, a lot of... A lot of people. If you yeah. need to salivate your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you're 70 for sure. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, so they're all playing this game. They're playing, of course, everyone's played they're this, playing. Well, they're playing King's Cup. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, I guess in King's Cup you play different games? No, that that's, I guess they're playing King's Cup, but the game I was trying to refer to was they start to play Never Should I Ever. But never have I ever. Never have I ever. But but they're playing King's Cup because they say we're playing King's Cup. And then while they're playing it, Zoe's like, oh, it's my turn to pick a game. So I'm picking Never Have I Ever. I don't know the rules to King's Cup. Is there like a thing where you, like 
you play different games? What is, do you know what King's Cup is? No, I was never a King's Cup person because I didn't want to drink the King's Cup in the end. I thought that idea was just absolutely disgusting. Oh, is that where you pour the drink? Everybody pours the... a little bit of their drink. Yeah. So, yeah, at the end you get this nasty-ass cocktail of all these mixed, like... Spit drinks? N- no, not necessarily spit. But oh. if someone has, like, a vodka cranberry and I'm drinking a beer and somebody has, like, a vodka orange juice and someone else has like a just a straight whiskey or something what kind of mixed drinks are tequila or like tequila shot like tequila if someone just has a glass of tequila and i don't know limeade or something (laughs) whatever they all pour it into that and they're all pouring it into this one cup and the loser at the end of the game has to drink this horrible disgusting cocktail that's terrible so i stayed away from that game i was over playing beer pong in the yeah, backyard. That was my played, place. We played beer pong and that was it. That was it. We I never was... played other drinking games. Nope, I was the beer pong guy. I think we played like spoons or something. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't even know what that game is. Maybe you did. Those years are far behind me. Yep. Not far gone. That far. Okay. <laughs> um so uh so anyway. yeah, they're playing whatever. They're playing I don't know if they're playing King's Cup, they just mention it. But yeah, they are playing Never Have I Ever. And this is like an almost like a 10 minute scene. Yeah. Because we go through everybody's different like questions. They like do two rounds of this game that we're watching. Yeah. So we start. So we're watching. I think it's like five of the kids playing this game. So you start. We've got Zoe, Evan, Tori, Sam, and Nico. And we start with Zoe. She doesn't ever have I ever. They make jokes about it. We go through the list. Evan does one. Tori does one. And then um, we get to Sam and Nico says, all right, Sam, it's your turn, you lying sack of shit. And then Sam appears on the other side of the room. Pokes his head in the door and goes, what? Boom. Kills the lights. Lights go out. There was a Sam playing Would You Rather, or Have I Never, fucking, there was a Sam playing Never Have I Ever, and then there was a Sam in the kitchen. So the lights go out, kids pull out their flashlight phones, Mm -hmm. and they're like, what the fuck happened? There were just two Sams, oh my god, what the fuck happened? And Sam's like, no dude, I've been over in the kitchen, we've been playing cards all night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Max, it's just Max and Sam, I guess, in the kitchen, and Max is like, yeah, I've been playing this game with sam for the past like hour or two yeah um and tori's like anybody's talking about because sam was right here next to me and um every like everyone's freaking out and they're like there's a stranger in the house Mm -hmm. and evan says what if it was sam and vanessa does exactly what i would do in this situation and goes nope i'm out good night See you later. I don't deal with ghost shit. Goodbye. Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> so then they decide to split up Scooby-Doo style. Yeah, of course. You got to split up, gang. <laughs> and <laughs> Max is like Fred going, Daphne and Velma, you stay here. Scooby and Shaggy will come with me and we'll look through the house. Pretty much. So he brings <laughs> Sam because Sam's like, if there's somebody who looks like me in this house, I want to figure this shit out. Yeah. And then Evan, who the new kid out of nowhere, 
wants to be the hero because he is the only one with some sort of reason, I guess. I don't even know. Well, he wants to go because he thinks that he has like some weird thing where he just thinks it's supernatural. He's not connecting it to the history thing that he read. No, he's connecting it to like, I know Sam was playing with us. Yeah. He's then, going you know based Sam off of there. what I'm, he saw. Yeah, he's like, I know it wasn't a stranger. There's some weird shit going on. Yeah. So then Sam grabs like a Chinese chopped knife style knife. It's just a butcher the, knife. I guess it's a butcher knife, but it's like a Chinese chop style. Like, What's a Chinese chop style knife? Chinese chop knife. Is that a thing? Yeah. Or are you just saying that? No, it's like a okay. big old effing knife. It's a huge thing. But it wasn't even big. It was small. I guess so. It's... It was like a mini butcher knife. What's his face? Max grabs just a regular chef's knife. Evan goes up with the flashlight. Mm-hmm. And they're looking through the house. Half the lights are out in the house. Half the lights work. Mm-hmm. And they go through, like, everybody's room. And here we have another scene that's way too long. Yeah, it's ten. It's just wasting time. They're just going through this house quietly. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? Oh, it's a jacket. What is this? Oh, it's a blanket. Oh, it's a blanket. Yeah, it's just too much. So eventually... And then, yeah, and then... But then there's another scene that kind of foreshadows something, too. They walk into a room that has a light on. And when they're in this room, there's a shadow cast of the cheap butcher knife over Max's head. Oh, really? I didn't see that part. So it's like they also tried to create this foreshadow with the knife over Max's head as if he's going to be chopped by a knife. Oh my god, I didn't even... Or is something cut some way or decapitated? I don't know. They create... That's creepy drawing. So I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't get hung. Maybe somebody chops him up. Ugh. But nope. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get into it. Doesn't happen. Uh, So eventually after all that stupid stuff, they come back to the living room and they're like, we didn't see anything. And Max is like, yeah, told you guys there was nobody else in the house. And oh, I'll... I want. I would like to add, really quick, before they start talking to people, they're just like the rest of the gang is downstairs playing games again, and then Max kicks open the door and it goes like oh, this, yeah. this violin thing <laughs> out of nowhere because Max comes in the room. Yeah, it's supposed to be a jump scare. It's supposed jump scare number six. Boom, jump scare. <laughs> Not a good one. No. This one, <laughs> they're all terrible so far. Yeah, and um. And all the girls are like, well, I'm not going to bed. I'm too scared. So they all decide to... Um, they all pass out in the living room together. Yeah, they all decide to sleep in the same room. And uh, so it's nighttime and we get this scene where like, it's like kind of panning through the living room. And lights are starting to come back on. They're like... Zzz, 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 zzz. Yeah, very slowly flickering mm-hmm. on. And it looks like Max is asleep in a chair. Yeah. And then you see the door slowly open, and Max also comes in, walking in. Yeah. And he's staring at them as they're sleeping. So, which, you know it's uh, history. Yeah, you know it's the, the mimic. Yeah, because Max has passed out already. Yeah. Um. So, then it's morning. Evan and Zoe are in their own room again. Evan wakes up, headache, 
walking into the house, drinking some water, and and he walks into the living room, and no one is in there. there. Yeah. And he's like the first one to be awake. So why is mm-hmm. nobody in the living room? Yeah. Nobody's there. What did history do to the rest of the group? I don't know. Uh-oh. So he sits on the couch, and Nico and Brian come in, and they're talking. They're just kind of, what do you call that? Shooting the... Shooting the shit? Chopping it up? Shooting the shit? Is that what... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, the lights are on. Cool. <laughs> and um, they're like talking about uh, Evan's relationship with Zoe. And they start looking around. And they're like, oh, we just are making sure that Max isn't listening because Max and Zoe used to date. Oh. Uh, <sighs> okay. So here's the kind cool. of hate. Yeah. Why didn't Zoe tell? I guess Zoe didn't want it to be weird. No, and also Max is with somebody new. And Max is already with a girl. He's dating it Vanessa. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Wait, is that right? Yeah, Max is dating Vanessa. Yeah. So it's like, whatever. Um, And they're like, well, one thing's for sure, man. Max can't tell as great as scary stories as you. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they're poking fun at this history story. Yeah. And they bring it back up. Out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like they were met. Well, it's only been the other night. It was like two nights ago, but it was just a poem. Why are you going to bring up like, well, Max is an asshole, but he doesn't do this as good as you. Uh, at this point, they're not going to make fun of him for the weird brother or the dead parents because it's like... They're not going to try to be real with him on any level. Or... Yeah, they're just going to like use against him what they already have just to poke fun at him. Yeah. So then... Evan starts to look around the room. He notices that everything is placed in that pentagram shape. Yeah, so you have, like, bottle caps lined up in a pentagram star. Lime rinds. Yeah. Lime rinds. Cards, cups, glasses, shot glasses. Piles of dust. Piles of dust. (laughs) Everything is, Everything is in a pentagram, just, like, an annoying amount. And then, like, the card number five is up, Mm -hmm. and everything's just, like read the fucking sign like yeah jesus is giving you a sign read it yeah five 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 and then he's like wait a minute you guys are talking about that story fives don't say history five times weird rune in the shed what so he like jumps up and he like finds a laptop and he opens it up and starts to research the history and eventually finds, through a couple Google searches, he finds that um, there's like a forum for people who have activated the history. Yeah. And talking about why, like what's going on in their life and how it's fucked up and like all the stuff that's going on. I would like to add that just in doing this, the short amount of movies we've watched so far... Like, 90% of them, kid sits at computer, goes onto a web page, and reads everything, and figures it out. There's, like, a formula mm-hmm. for it now. People are just jumping on these computers and seeing what's going on. The only movie that has not done that so far is The Boy. Yeah. Um, But here's the thing, too, is we're watching a lot of movies... Obviously, we watch modern horror movies, so they're all going to have something, some kind of technology yeah, kind of thing. But I guarantee you, if we watched a shitty horror movie from like the 80s or the early 90s, they'd be going to the library 
and researching. Well, no, it was always the creepy janitor or like the farmer down the road. You don't want to go down that road. Somebody would always tell <laughs> them, but then there was always the library thing. It's in it. It's in what else? <laughs> it's in a lot of stuff. Let's go to the library and do research. I suppose. Maybe scary movies are just telling you to get your ass to the library to learn. Aww. Aww. They have a good message after all. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> um. So, Evan's looking all this stuff up, and he re-looks up the history and reads its poem again. Yeah. And he is, like, kind of, what, what do you call it, uh, skimming through it, and sees that it enacts a suicidal curse. And that it shapeshifts. Yeah. So we have a shapeshifter who's going to make you kill yourself. Nice. Why would you go through the trouble of shapeshifting if you can just, like, ah, snap my fingers. You're going to die now. So Evan's figured it out. He kind of, like, runs outside and looks at the shed just from a distance. And he's like, ah, shit. This is crazy. And he turns around and Zoe is out there sitting, like, against the wall. Yeah. She's like, Evan? Yeah, she's acting like really weird. Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, uh, are you, uh, 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 hey, I'm going to go back home. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck this, I'm out. I, which I cannot believe, like, that is such a shitty move, man. You're just going to fucking drop everything and go? Like, that's not cool. Yeah, you figured it out, and you're not even going to tell anyone. Yeah. You're just going to run around and look and see the signs and go. Oh, shit, we're all about to die. I'm going to go. I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so then um, Zoe's like, no, no, no. Hey, um, well, we're all going to go do this hike thing later. And I really want you to come with me. And Max says, or fuck, and Evan's, <laughs> and Evan says, okay, well, then I'll stay and I'll come with you. And Zoe says, okay, well, I'm going to be in Max's car, and he's not going to want you to drive with him, so you just go with Nico. He says, all yes. right, I'll see you there. Obviously. Yeah, because she's being real weird. She's like, by the time you come outside, I'm probably already going to be out there, so don't even bother looking for me. Yeah. Just pay no attention to me. I'll be okay. I'll see you at the mines. Yeah, and she's like looking up at him like Minotaur style, like looking down but her eyes are looking up uh -huh. obviously it's the fucking hesgy oh yes but evan he she reaches up and kisses evan yeah and he doesn't his heart falls for it yeah um so he's like all right i guess i'll stay so everybody's getting going again they're going to the mines evan jumps in the car with camille and nico max and that group take off in the truck um, and they're kind of talking about what happened, and Camille's like, all right, Nico, come on, you drugged all of us. Yeah, Nico, you put shrooms in our drinks, we know it. Mm-hmm. And Nico's like, no, come on, I would not do that, I'm an asshole, but I'm not that big of an asshole. Sorry that you all hallucinated that Sam was playing a game with us, but I didn't do it. Yeah, so they arrive at the mines, Evan jumps out of the car and goes to the truck, opens the door, and Zoe's not there. And he's like, hey, uh, where's Zoe? And Max says, what are you talking about? She didn't come with us. 
her foot was really fucked up. He's tripping out. He's like, holy shit, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, Evan's like, wait, how many people are back with her? Camille says, I don't know, five? Yeah. <laughs> the tale of fives. Apparently the history has a thing for fives. Yeah, that's why you like don't say his name five times, and you also he, like, there's five stars around, and <laughs> yeah, the star thing, crap. pentagram, whatever. Um, so Evan's like, "Oh my god!" Like runs over Jack's Miko's keys from his hands, like jumps into the car. Camille's like, "Wait!" Jumps in with him. Nico's like, "My car, what the fuck, man?" So then they take off, and they're driving back. Now, when he gets back to the house, it's nighttime. Yeah, and when they got to the mines, it was, like, the middle of the day. Yeah, so they, like, left in the morning. This was a morning excursion. How fucking far are you yeah. going to drive out to go on this hike? It's literally like they were out, like, they drove for hours. Like, they drove six hours out mm-hmm. and six hours back. Yeah, so they get back to the house. Um, They go in the door, and all the furniture has been, like, pushed to the sides and stacked up on each other. Yeah, this house is in a mess. Mm-hmm. There's... The disposal is on. Mm-hmm. Stuff is broken. There's a table in the middle of the living room that has, like, stacked cups on it, beer bottles all pointing, like, in a circle. Like, it's a very meticulous... It's like a house... Like, a college house party mandala. It's got... All their weed, all their shrooms, beer bottles, solo cups, cards, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff all in it. It's all in a very decorative pattern on this table. It's beautiful. The history yeah. did a great job. Yes, he did. Camille runs into the kitchen, notices that the disposal's on, turns it off, and there's like a knife stuck in it. So she pulls it out, and it's the butcher knife that Sam had before. Yeah, but... She runs into the kitchen, and this butcher knife is dancing in the disposal like it's been being chopped up. Yeah. And God knows how long, because no one's in this house. Right. She pulls the knife out, and it's in perfect condition. I guess the disposal is just sharpening it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) So, But yeah, you would expect, I mean, you drop a spoon in the disposal, and that shit gets fucked up. Yes, it does. So you run it for like two seconds. You go, oh fuck! Shut off the disposal, pull it out. You got nicks in your spoons. You know that spoon at my dad's house? Yeah. That cuts your mouth when you use it. Yeah, everybody has a spoon <laughs> in their house that has disposal chunks yeah. out of it, and everyone tries to avoid that spoon. Why don't you just throw it away? Just get rid of it, Dad. If you're listening, just throw that spoon away. Throw that spoon away. There was one time, I even counted the days it was washed off with the sponge and stuck in the dishwasher and pulled out and a little tiny piece of the sponge was in the spoon yeah that happens and that little piece of sponge stayed in that spoon Mm -hmm. for probably like two weeks yeah and it's also great when you're using that spoon and you don't notice it and it's got that sponge fiber on it and you like dip it into your cheerios pull it out you got hair in your mouth now yeah, good times. Anyways. That spoon has been in that family that's, for generations. That's why they don't get rid of it. No, it's literally... Well, no, it, it's like a it's like a piece of silverware. It's not the, like it's, the it was grandma's spoon. The it, silverware set is 
the whole set entirely is an heirloom, right? No. What I'm saying is that spoon, like that spoon has had a chunk missing out of it since I was a kid. When I said generations, I was just joking. Oh, okay, my bad. No, that spoon has been in that family since I was a kid. That's not like a new thing. Yeah. They're still using that spoon. And they actively avoid it. I don't know why they just throw don't just throw it away. Because it's been around since you were a kid. It's like they're It's a shitty spoon. Throw it away, Dad. Okay, moving on. <laughs> that was very Billy Eichner of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shitty spoon. Okay. Throw it away. <laughs> we love Billy Eichner. Okay. Yeah. Billy, if you're out there. Um, Billy. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sure you'll like that. Anyways. You'll never listen to this. No. Okay. So they're running through the house. Mm-hmm. Knife is churned through this disposal like butter, but the knife is fine. Uh, <laughs> they're just like running around the house looking for people. They're screaming. They're like, Zoe, where are you? Yeah. Camille looks outside and sees Zoe out on the... Oh, okay. Back up. So Evan is running through the house, and he goes into a room. He looks in the closet, and there's a noose, but no body. He then goes into the bathroom. The bathtub is full, and there's a toaster in it, Yes. but no body. He sees a broken mirror on the floor and, like, a blood-soaked cloth. Mm Mm-hmm. Like someone cut themselves? Yeah, like someone smashed a mirror and cut their wrists or something, and there's no body. No body? Oh, body. And then it goes to Camille running outside and sees Zoe sitting by the fire pit. Mm-hmm. And she runs up and she's like, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Zoe says, she's like crying, and she says, it's okay. They're all together now, and soon you'll be with them. Mm-hmm. I'm spooky, spooky. Camille's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and Evan runs out, and he's like, Camille, that's not Zoe. Get away from it. At this point, Max, Nico, and Vanessa all pull up in the truck. They jump out, and Zoe counts to five, very slowly, very... Creepy, creepy like with her fingers, she like re- holds out her hand and. It's like well, she one. counts to five first, oh. and then she holds up her fingers. I see. Uh, so then once she gets to five, she puts up her hand, and every at this point, everybody's standing around looking at her. She holds up five fingers, and goes, one puts down one, puts down her thumb, does a four, and at that very fucking second. Vanessa pulls out her Swiss Army knife and cuts vertically up both of her arms, like the entirety of the forearm. Yeah. Super deep. Deep, it, deep, deep. Yeah. Like, kill yourself deep. Yes. And the makeup effects weren't too good. You could see that there was makeup on top of her arm to yeah. make this effect. Yeah. Uh, the blood was also like water. And yeah. not and not like, not like it was just running like water. It was like pink, as yeah. if they had put used water and put like red food dye in it, but like not enough. And they were just like, "Eh, this will work. It's only going to be like five seconds." Yeah, and so that those effects aren't that good. Um, so the kids run into the house. Nico and Max pick up Vanessa and run her in. 
And while they're running, uh, we get to see the history, and it's like a... It's a frogman? Yeah, it's like a jump scare, because she goes... Yeah. It goes from Zoe to... Bink! Now I'm the history. Mm-hmm. And it's like this skinny... Like, it's a... If you could imagine, like, Chupacabra slash Alien... With, like, the big head and the big eyes. Mm-hmm. Slash frog. Yeah. And it's, like, skin is kind of gross. It's, like, green. The poem says pale skin, green eyes, but the skin is just green. Yeah, it's, like, a it's like a super pale green, yeah. Yeah. And then um, its eyes are huge, big, like, fly eyes. And it's, like, bit, 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 like, glitching and, like, bleh. Oh yeah, I, we might have mentioned it before, but it's got like a a, a rattlesnake rattle. Yeah. <laughs> and then it goes like a one of those hissing frogs. <laughs> a hissing frog. <laughs> or a hissing roach. Something. Things hiss. Um. <laughs> so they run inside. But yeah, they lock themselves in and they start to board up the doors. Yeah, they're so like the hiss. You can't get in. Pushing the furniture in front of the doors. Yeah, and then um. Everything goes quiet. The history kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. And then, out of nowhere, boom! Jump scare. Haley runs up and slams into the door. Mm-hmm. And this is Nico's girlfriend. And Nico's inside like, oh my god, that's Haley. That's my girlfriend. Yeah. And it shows like Haley getting like torn apart. It by... doesn't show it though, because it's, like it's like a mosaic door. It's like, yeah, a mosaic glass door. And she's like, banging on it and she's like let me in help me let me in and nico's like let her in and evan's like evan's like no it's the history and um it alludes to her being torn apart it like shows a hand go to her neck yeah and then like somebody grabs around her waist and she's like screaming you never see anything happen and that's it but then it goes silent like And they say, is it over? Is it over? Of course it's not over. Come on now. Yeah, right. So um, Evan's like, don't believe anything out there. Out there right now, it's all the history. He's Mm -hmm. doing this to it. Voices start coming in through like the ceiling. and Yeah, like the voices from the past. Yeah. Like you hear Haley say what she said on the mountain. Like, oh, the first person to die would be Vanessa. Yeah. foreshadowing from before there's yeah shitty foreshadow mm-hmm. and then nico like looks over at vanessa and touches her neck and is like she's dead yeah <laughs> yeah vanessa's then dead okay so this is where our debate comes in because josh counts this as a death i don't i guess he didn't watch the last breath leave her lungs but she saw her slit she open her She just slowly bleeds out. And pass out. But then later on, she gets up again. But that's... Well, we're about to get there. Yeah, so okay, go ahead. So history's out there wreaking havoc. He's just tearing apart their psyche. Mm-hmm. And then Evan looks out the window, and he sees the history standing there, and he's still holding up four on his fingers. Yeah. And then he goes from four... To one. To one, and he drops three fingers, and he's holding up one. And Evan turns around, and... And Vanessa's standing now. Vanessa's up and standing, and then you also have Nico... Max. 
and Camille all yeah. standing, staring at Evan. Yeah, they're all staring at him. And they all turn around and, like, leave the room. And now we're, we're on the outside of the door. It is now daytime. And um, <laughs> you start to hear clattering in the house from it's, the outside. It's like a... It almost sounds like he's dealing with three toddlers. Yeah, like, and Evan... Nico, don't drink that. Stop. Yeah. Max, take that bag off your head. Why is that bag on your head? Why would you put that there? You... What are you doing? And this whole time, like, I was just imagining the Benny Hill music. Yeah. <laughs> I was just imagining <laughs> Benny Hill, like, running around the house. And <laughs> he's, like, chasing around these toddlers. Like, Vanessa, you're supposed to be dead. What are you doing? Yeah, and he's like... Why would you put that there? It's like the things that he's saying aren't like, Camille, stop, no, don't, please, no. He's not doing that. He's like, get that off of your face. Like <laughs> Camille, drop the knife. Yeah, he's like do, doing that stuff. <laughs> put it down. Like he's literally, it sounds like he's talking to toddlers. Um, he, oh no, it's not daytime. Sorry, it's still nighttime. My bad. Uh, because he runs out of the house and he's got blood all over him. And yeah. he's like, I gotta get out of here, but he can't because he's now in like a. This is like the loop. only blood kind of in the movie is he's just splashed with blood all over his shirt. And his arms too. Yeah, he runs out of the house and there's like, he like tries running off the property, but the property is then in front of him and behind him. So as Evan was walking outside, he steps into this long trail of blood. Mm-hmm. So... My belief here is that the Hishji had killed the five people that were already there. He made them kill themselves. That's mm-hmm. why they walked into the suicide house. With no bodies in With it. no bodies in it. And the Hishji took their bodies and just dragged them off in this perfect straight little line. All of them, though? All of them. At the same time? No, he probably took trips. Yeah, but there's only one line. Exactly. So, yeah, you have to take trips get that one line if you drag five bodies at once you're gonna get well and it's a thin line it's too thin... it's only yeah. like six inches it doesn't make sense it's like this tiny thin line of blood what i think is that the people kill themselves and then the history unhinges his jaw and swallows them whole like a snake because he does have that rattler on the end of him well yeah but then that would take time he'd have to digest and after eating five bodies i'm sure he'd have to shed his skin Maybe he does. In that short amount of time? You don't know what the history does in his own house. Maybe he went back and took a break. Who knows? Anyway. <laughs> so Evan's running through. He steps in this trail of blood, doesn't even notice it. Keeps on running. So and then why is it important? Because it does like this zoom in on the trail and it shows it. And then it does like a panning out showing the length of the trail. doesn't mean the blood's important. It just kind of shows... Maybe the bodies are gone. Well, we already know the bodies are gone, because they're not there. It gives reason as to why the bodies are gone. They're trying to make logic, Emily. I don't like it. That's fair. No one does. No one said you had to like it. It's just what happened. And I don't like it. Fair. So, now, he, Evan, he, goes to the shed. Finds the pentagram again, because, you know, finding this pentagram is really going to help you now in this stage. Everyone you know is dead. You got blood all over you. You're going to stare at this pentagram again? Like, what is this going to do to help you solve Mm -hmm. your problem? 
So he's staring at the pentagram again, uncomfortably so, for a long amount of time. And now we have a motif. We are repeating a scene here. He's staring at this pentagram. Yeah. But then he calls his brother. Oh, yeah. He calls him. He doesn't answer. So he hangs up and immediately decides to call again, which totally realistic because yeah. I do the same thing. Yeah. And then on the second call, he decides to leave a message. Mm-hmm. Sound, he sounds very panicky. Yeah, he's like crying. He's crying. Everyone he knows there just died. And he's like, Peyton, I need your help. Come back to the house I was at. Mm-hmm. If you get this message, just come right away and pick me up. And if you don't, then I might be gone. And just know that I love you. And goodbye. Hangs up the phone. Mm-hmm. And he's laying there, kind of crying, covered in blood. And Zoe walks in. And she's like, hello. Wait, jump scare. Boom. Oh, yeah. Because she walks in and the light's on behind her head in this old-ass rickety shed that shouldn't have electrical running to it. There's a light on. True that. And... I didn't even think about that. She's looking at him and she's like, Evan? And then the light clicks off. And right when it clicks off, her like neck does this weird tweak thing and she has like this evil smile on. Mm-hmm. So that's the jump scare is this quick little Wait, smile. Is it her or does it glitch into the history and then back to her? It's her, but it does okay. like a weird thing to her face. I missed this part because I was writing notes. Yeah, so it does like this weird thing to her face. So they did this part well. And then she's like, you can join us, you know. We can all be together forever. Here, just take your lighter. So then she hands him the redneck race car lighter. Mm-hmm. He takes it, and he lights it. But he doesn't light anything on fire. He doesn't do anything. He's just staring into this flame. And it's the next day. Yeah, so then it cuts to the next day automatically. We don't know what happened. Nope. It's just morning. Um, Peyton is now driving up to the house. But you can tell that he didn't hear the voicemail. Yeah, because I was he's confused. Super calm. Yeah, I was confused by the scene because he's like casually driving up, pulls in. He gets out of the car. Uh, he knocks on the door. Obviously, nobody answers. Yeah. He's walking around the house, like calling for Evan. He finds a door that's unlocked, goes inside, and all the furniture is back to yeah. normal. This house looks pristine, untouched. Everything looks so pristine. So, obviously, he's, like, nothing's tipping him off. He's just like, okay. But we get, like, a small hint that the shed, like, the shed where Evan was is now, like, a smoldering pile. I didn't even see the hint. I was looking for the smoldering shed. It was so brief and very small, and it was so brief that Peyton didn't even notice it. How do you not pull up and see that the shed is burnt down. Or, I don't know, smell fire? Like, come on, if you're going to be right there, you know, when you go camping and you set the smoldering, you you put out the campfire, you can smell that smoldering dead fire. Plus, this was a pretty large shed. If it burnt all night with the corpse inside, and he pulls up in the day, it's still going to be smoking. And it was, but no, he didn't notice somehow it's right in front of the damn house i know he didn't notice this is terrible 
It's ridiculous. Uh, so he is calling out for Evan, and he gets a notification on his phone that he's got a voicemail. He's about to listen to it, but then Evan walks into the room. And he goes, hey, what's up, Peyton? How you doing? Peyton's like, oh, uh, cool. Hey, where is everybody? Evan says they just left. Peyton says, oh, I just got your messages. Sorry I didn't get them until now. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, this is not Evan. No. I would also like to say that they kind of do portray tiredness on Evan's face throughout the film as he's doing this long bender of drugs and drinking and mm-hmm. stress. Like, he looks clammy and his eyes are heavy. Mm-hmm. But this Evan that comes to say, what's up, Peyton? Looks nice and fresh, just like he did at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So they're like, all right, let's get out of here. Yeah. Peyton and Evan, Histy Evan, jump into the car. They're driving away. Peyton says, okay, well, we've got one more day together. So how about we go hang out with my friends? And Evan's like, yeah, that sounds great. And as they're driving away, the camera goes to the um, passenger mirror. Evan's windows roll down. Evan looks into the mirror directly at the camera and smiles. Yeah. It's the history. It's the history. Movie is over. Yep. Credits That's the roll. end. So my thought right now, I just want to go back to the blonde girl we saw on the couch. Yeah, I was going to wonder... I was wondering about that. I think the blonde girl on the couch was the last kill that the history had. I was thinking that too. Because he seems to have, he seems to copy the last person he kills. I was thinking that too, and I agree with you. But talking about this, talking about the history for a second, automatically, because like I was saying earlier, you have to have an original scary creature to accurately and successfully uh, pull off a creature feature these days. This history creature was not original. No. It's just, you know, it's it's mimic slash body snatcher type kind of monster. Exactly. And I I don't like the lack of creativity Mm -hmm. in the deaths. Yeah, we got nothing. Because they didn't do enough character development. You didn't understand the characters that were dying. Five characters were just gone. Mm-hmm. So well, they and inferred... you wouldn't even care if they died because they're what like you don't care that Max dies. You don't care that Vanessa slits her wrists. No, the only character that you might care about dying would be Zoe, but they don't even show her kill herself. No, they don't show anybody killed themselves really except for Vanessa cutting her wrist that's it and everything else is inferred and also what it should be is like these characters should have had a personality be developed maybe mm-hmm. Nico since he's so into psychedelics and drugs what if when he went to kill himself he just did a shit ton of drugs and yeah. OD'd and Max loves his truck maybe he Drives his truck drives off his of, truck into or a even rock, like the or, butcher, like the butcher knife thing the butcher knife with the the head. on his head, or him saying, 
you know, it's all for you, Evan, like the omen. Yeah. Maybe he could have hung himself, hung himself. like yeah. you had said, or hanged himself, whatever. Yeah. Um, or maybe like somebody was really into just cooking. So then they put their head in the oven or something. Yeah. Anything. And like they just, no, we're going to take these characters and you're going to drink bleach and you're going to put a bag over your but head. But like we said, they, that we don't even know that. We just heard Evan yelling at them as if they were toddlers. Yeah. We don't even know that's how they died. And he's covered in blood. True. So just drinking bleach and putting a bag over your head, that doesn't produce that much, if any, blood. No. Someone would have had to like seriously hack someone up. So, but it's a suicide thing, so they hack themselves up. If you put a bag over your head and kill yourself, there's no blood. No. If you drink bleach, there might be blood, but not that much. No, what I'm saying is somebody probably shanked themselves a bunch. It doesn't add up. That's a, what we're yeah, saying. Is it doesn't was, add up. He was covered in blood when he came out of that house. It doesn't make any damn sense. No. Um. So, yeah, unfortunately, this history thing didn't cut it for me not a good creature also more of like a demon thing yeah not, not a... really a creature no like when i think creature feature i think like this thing lives here and it's a monster entity that lives in this area but history that's a very that's like very reminiscent of japanese yeah and also Japanese. The thing with the five, like that reminds me of like chi, which is not, it doesn't mean five, but it's like in the shape of a five. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, his chi? I don't know. Um, But it's the, it's like Joshua tree, the Mojave. Yeah. And there's like a Japanese snake creature that lives out there. It doesn't live out there. Anyway, it's more of a demon than a creature. Yeah. And if it's going to be a demon... Why did they make it rattle and hiss and look like a creature? But you don't summon a creature. No, you summon a evil, unseeable demon. Yeah. Like, creatures just live there and kill you because you're in their territory. It was a mix of genres that just didn't work out in the end. No. And... Okay, so what would you give this movie rating a letter grade what would you give it i guess if i was going to give it a grade i'd have to give it a high f like a 58 percent you're giving it an f because and that's that's being nice now, <laughs> the reason i'm giving it a high f is because they uh tried did, they tried they did well with their budget they put a lot of their budget into the cgi of the history and they did portray college party lifestyle in a realistic manner they portrayed their attitudes right mm -hmm. and they're just pretty much all around if the history wasn't there and it was just a drama about a dude coming to hang out with this chick mm -hmm. and they're all sharing the same house as this asshole he used to date her that would have been a believable film yeah i see what you're saying but the fact that they threw the history into it and tried to make it scary it just didn't work. The monster and the scary aspect of it is what made the movie fail. If they just left that whole part out and made it the drama. It wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't be a horror movie. It though. wouldn't be a we horror movie. Though. We would have watched it, but it probably would have been a better movie. I agree. It would have been like one of those like coming of age 
films, like it would have been more like Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah. In that sense. The coolest parts of the film were the mimic stuff happening. Yeah, it was the... it was fun to like try to see like who was gonna be the mimic. Yeah, like Tori on the rock staring at her. Well, and the movie, yeah, I was going to say, the movie does a very good job of, like, making us forget about the whole history mimic thing. Yeah. But like you were saying earlier with, like, the um, the foreshadowing, like, what if the gunshots have anything to do with yeah, it? Yeah, you'd think the gunshots would mean something. Because they were so loud yeah. and so scary, and, like, it was a very intense scene. Gunshots had nothing to do with it. I thought they were going to drive back by and, like, the people shooting the guns were going to be dead because they were making such so a too. fuss about, like, the gunners and stuff. Uh-huh. I thought maybe the history attacked the I people with so the too. guns. and the, Or I thought that back. because, like, there was the whole thing with Brian, like, the double Brian thing yeah. before they left. I thought that, like, Brian had killed three people because yeah. he didn't climb up the mountain with them. No, exactly. Um... Yeah, so for me, I I'm giving this movie, I'm giving this movie a D minus, because I feel like for like, for a film festival film, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like I could imagine being at a film festival and being like, oh, that wasn't bad, but as a horror movie, no. I'm sorry, Ellie Callahan, Sinwar for me. Uh, good job on Avengers, though. I guess. Yeah, good job. I would like to say Evan's voice irked me through the whole film. It was unnaturally deep. It was like deep and raspy. It was like Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, but deeper. Yeah. Like that raspy, like... Every time he talked, I didn't think it was him. I was like, oh, who's talking? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so Joshua, would you recommend this? Would you recommend that people watch this movie? Uh, if you like college films with a little bit of hinted dash of scary. Yeah, because literally this entire... Wait, I'm going to backtrack because I missed what I wanted to say. This entire movie was just following around college kids with like a couple seconds of scariness. Yeah. Like there's so much drama and drug use. <laughs> it's like... And talk about dorms and stuff. You know, I forgot I was watching a scary movie. I'd recommend it if you were into the college movie kind of idea mm-hmm. and you didn't want something too scary, mm-hmm. then go ahead and watch it. If you're a horror buff and you want to watch a scary movie, just leave this one out. Mm-hmm. The title's misleading. It's head count. Yeah. Talked about which, that earlier. Yeah. So that's why I thought it was count everybody who's here because oh shit there's an extra person here what does that mean that's what the head count title meant not kill count yeah well literally the title has nothing to do with the movie so i would recommend if you're into horror movies don't watch this if you're into dramas and you want a little something spicy go ahead and watch it uh i say don't watch this movie don't waste your time huge waste of energy I'm happy we watched it because I had a feeling it was going to be shit, and it was. Um, so yeah, I say don't even waste your time. Watch oh. something better, like I don't know. I would like to say that friend request. You don't even see the first death until you're an hour and twelve minutes into this movie, and the movie's an hour and thirty minutes long. 
Yeah. So you see a death, and then the movie has 20 minutes left. All right, so we're going to end this episode, but before we do that, we have to announce what we are watching next week. Next week, we are watching The Forest. Oh, shit. That sounds like it's going to be terrible. It, yeah, it sounds whatever. I, I will know. savor every minute of my life until I have to watch that movie. I don't have high hopes. None of us do. So if you're interested in that, you can join us next week. But until then, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Spotify, CastBox, Breaker, Google Podcasts, you name it. We're on it, hopefully. If you like this podcast, please leave a nice comment or a like. And if you didn't like this podcast, go ahead and email us at scarcelyscary at gmail.com so that we can read your constructive criticism if you'd like to call it that if you'd like if you'd like to ream us and tear us a new one go ahead too i'll read those that's fine yeah um but don't do that if you don't like it just don't listen to us it's that easy yeah right so you can find us also please give us a follow on instagram we're on instagram as scarcely scary we are on reddit as scarcely scary podcast And guess what, guys? I made a Twitter, and I haven't used it since I made it. Nice. So we are on Twitter as well as at Scarcely Scary. (sighs) Anywhere you want to look for us, it's under Scarcely Scary. We'll be the first ones that pop up. All right. So thank you all for listening. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. We hope to see you next week. Yes, please do. And remember, if you plan on going on a weekend bender with your buddies, don't invite a stranger to join you because he might just summon a shitty demon creature. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, why would you invite a stranger to join you anyway? Oh, for fun. No, don't do it, guys. All right, we'll see you guys <laughs> next week. All right. Bye. Bye.